You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranak, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. And today we are talking all about what to track in your business. This is going to be a fun, fun episode. And oh my God, I'm so excited to get stuck in. I love sitting here and talking to you guys. It honestly feels like a chat. I feel like you are right in front of me. Like I've got my hot coffee next to me. It's probably going to go cold because by the time I finish recording this, I don't know why I do this to myself anymore. But it feels like you're here and we're chatting together and I love that feeling. So I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) All right. So today, what are we talking about? We're talking about the three things that I track in my business and that the suggestion there is three things I should highly suggest you also start tracking in your business. So the reason why I wanted to talk about tracking things in business is because even though it doesn't sound so fun or so sexy. It is kind of the CEO stuff that you have to start doing at some point in your business, right? When you step into your CEO shoes and you become that empowered CEO that is scaling their business, not someone trying to make their business work, not someone trying to get it off the ground, not someone hoping that it's going to work, but someone that's like, My business is not just a business and God forbid you call it a hobby, like please don't ever do that because it's not a hobby, right? Your business is one, something that you build from the ground up, like it's a proper business, but two, even more empowered is when you start thinking of it as a company. I tell all of my clients, particularly like my mastermind clients who I talk about this stuff a lot too, that you run a company, you're a CEO. And like, I don't care what your legal structure is. I don't care if you're operating as a sole trader or a solopreneur or whatever it is. Like, I want you to think of it as a company. I want you to look at it as a company. I want you to think like a company because we embody who we believe we are. We attract what we believe we are. So if you just think you have a tiny little business that's like making ends meet or bringing in a little bit of money, that's what it's going to keep doing. And I'm not here for that vibe. I'm here for the vibe where women all around the world are CEOs, CEOs of their own damn companies building new paradigms around what it means to be a CEO, not the overworked, stressed out, greedy corporate climbing CEO but like the aligned, powerful, amazing, incredible, attraction-based CEOs that are changing the vibration and frequency of the planet. Like that is my dream for you and for our world. And so if that's the case, a CEO, every CEO I know of, every CEO I've met, every CEO you talk to tracks their numbers. They don't just wing it. They don't make decisions in business based on emotions like, oh, I feel so crappy this week, so I'm not going to do X, Y, Z, or it just doesn't feel like this is working, so I'm not going to do it without 
referencing data and numbers. Like there is a time and place for data and numbers, and that is certainly the time and place when we're making decisions. So if you are doing something in your business and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to keep doing it. It's really a database decision. You've got to look like, is it working? Is it like actually working? Are the numbers working? Do I need to change something based on the data or am I being emotional right now? And do I just need to take a breather and maybe tap into this deeper? And one of my rules for business is not to make emotional decisions, but to make data decisions. And like when I say emotional, I mean like when I'm at the whim of my emotions, when I'm like in an emotional storm, I make gut-based decisions. Like I will look at the data, but then I will also ask my gut, my intuition. That's a whole like different thing. So I don't want you to confuse the two and think that I'm just telling you like, just look at data and like think logically and don't, don't go with your intuition. Like your intuition will give you amazing guidance. And I certainly follow mine. But at the same time, I'm always, always, always putting data into perspective, right? Like I'm tracking data, I'm looking at data, and I'm tracking things that are really important to me, things that align with my values and the kind of business that I want to run, the kind of business that I want to have, the kind of business owner that I want to be. And so today I want to walk you through three things that I track every single week. There are recurring tasks on my calendar, things that I will look at every week and track as I'm also going along. And this is the stuff that's made me productive, that's enabled me to make solid, firm, reliable, strong, trustworthy decisions in my business that I feel good about. And the thing that's helped me scale my business rapidly, like really rapidly. We're like on track to be hitting the same income that we made last year by the middle of this year. So literally like already at the yearly income for last year for just half the year this year, which is like incredible and crazy to think about. And it makes me so excited and so happy that that's the case because It means the business is growing. It means that it's expanding. It means that more and more is flowing in and that's how it should be. And I want to share how the things that I'm doing in my business to make this happen and how you can do it as well. On this note, this is something that I go in deep with my mastermind. And the reason why I mentioned the mastermind is because the mastermind is coming back. You guys, I, for the very first time, launched this mastermind at the beginning of the year. And it was a six month mastermind. It is slowly coming to an end. We still have a little while to go. So we're not quite there yet, but it was a six month mastermind. It's been the best best experience inside. In fact, uh, one of the girls inside the mastermind messaged me the other day. No, sorry, we were having a one-on-one call together because you get one-on-one calls in the mastermind with me. And she, <laughs> she sneakily said at the end, she was like, oh, by the way, I just wanted to mention that I've made a hundred thousand for the year already. And I was like, what, what? Like, this is a moment of celebration. I can't believe you were just going to sneak that past me. And so excited, so freaking happy to hear this and so happy to see the amazing things some of the women are doing in there. Like it's not just about making money. They're upgrading their entire identities. They're shifting from things that don't feel aligned 
aligned to business models that they love. They're bravely putting themselves out there and launching new things. They're selling new things. They're upgrading uh, their money mindset. They're upgrading their product suites, their offers, they're rethinking everything. They're increasing profit margins. They're obviously upping their income. Everyone's shooting for 10 K plus months. And it's just amazing to watch. And it's such an amazing, incredible vibe because we have a group Voxer chat. That's where you get support from me in there every single day. And I am in there and I like chat is always on fire with the most incredible stuff being shared from the most incredible women entrepreneurs. And everyone comes in and goes as they need to and as they feel called to inside the chat. So the mastermind is coming back for one more cohort and it's the final cohort for the foreseeable future because in case you didn't catch the news somewhere else, I am having a baby. So at the end of this year, I will be welcoming my second baby and I'm so excited but it also means that some things have to shift in the business so one of the things is that this mastermind cohort will be a four-month power cohort it's going to be a power mastermind and we're going to be scaling to 10k months in a power-packed way four months is plenty of time in fact when I went from zero I went from zero to 30k months within four months myself and so I know that it's so possible and I'm so excited to walk everyone else through it that's feeling called to it So if you're feeling called towards a mastermind, if you just want to find out more, then there is an application link inside the show notes for you to check out. But also my DMs are so very open to you if you want to have a chat and you want to chat it through um, and see if it aligns with your circumstances. So that's that. Let me dive in to the tracking stuff. And this is so relevant because this is the high level entrepreneur, next level expansion stuff. So here are the three things that I track in my business every single week. So the first thing that I track is conversion rates. So this is pretty broad, but there are a couple of different conversion rates that I'm tracking. I'm tracking conversions on things like my opt-in funnel for my freebie, right? Which is like my lead magnet, adding people onto my email list. So I'm constantly tracking that to see like, hey, how's our tracking? Do we need to optimize anything? Does the wording need to be changed? Should we be split testing anything? How's that looking? Do I need to be pushing it out to more channels and so forth? I am tracking conversion rates on my other funnels as well. So like my passive funnels to see how they're converting. I strongly believe in passive income and really funnels are something that it sounds like you do it once and you just let it run, but that's not the case at all. You do it and then you keep monitoring and tweaking and monitoring and tweaking and monitoring and tweaking and forever more in a loop it goes. So it's constantly something that requires you to keep looking at it. So I'm constantly going back to those and looking at them and being like, oh, the sales page is not converting so well. Where can we change the copy? What can we adjust? Oh, the webinar doesn't seem to be looking that great. What do we need to change? What do we need to adjust? Oh, the sign up page seems to be not converting and so on and so forth. And so it obviously depends what you have 
out there to track. But if, you know, before I used to just track conversion rates and sales conversations, when I was constantly selling my one-on-one, I would be tracking all of my leads and the sales conversations I was having every week and how well they convert. And I do that in a launch now. When I'm in a launch, I'm obviously tracking conversion rates for the launch, but very much so outside of a launch, I'm tracking it on my other funnels. So that's the first thing that I would say, assign yourself a weekly task to track your conversion rates. The ones that are important for you and your business, they're going to give you so much insight and you're going to be able to make such great decisions when you know what your numbers are, when you know what your conversion rates are. And in particular, when you know what benchmark figures are, right? Like cold traffic conversion rates to a sales page are usually like one to 2%. So if you're hitting that, you're good. (laughs) You're doing good. And every time someone says like, oh my God, I had a really crappy launch and it failed and it was shit. I'm like, okay, well, how many people did you have interested? How many leads and how many converted? If we're from the one to 3%, we're doing great, right? We're within the ballpark. We're good. We're great. Um, And people are usually shocked because they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. I thought that like it was going to be a lot higher than that. And like, yes, side note, there's lots of different ways to make your conversion rates higher. In fact, your sales conversion rates and your sales conversations can be as high as like 90%. But this is for like cold traffic being intermixed into your sales pages. So what's the second thing that I tracked track every single week. The second thing that I track every week is cash received. I will track my money, numbers. I'm looking at my income, what is happening inside my bank accounts. Something that we can fall into the trap of is not looking at numbers. We're kind of like blindly shutting our eyes off to our business and not looking at what's going on in terms of numbers. Now, this can be really tricky and very dangerous because it might be stemming from fear. It might be stemming from money fears, limiting money beliefs, where maybe you believe that you're not good with money or you know, you're scared what you're going to see in your bank account and all kinds of crazy things. And all of these things block the flow of money coming in. Best thing you can do is to get intimate with your money. Not obsessive about your money, but intimate. You know your money. You know where it's coming from. You know what's happening in your account. You know what's going out. You are checking in on it and have this like relationship with money where you're like, hey, we're best friends and I'm not about to go two years without checking on you because that's not a good relationship. So I'm going to check in every week, see how you're going, see how you're doing, see what needs to be happening. So I check my Stripe, I update my bank balances. And then once a month, I do like a big reconciliation updating of my spreadsheets and all the things. And then the third thing that I track in my business, and this one is one of the most important ones for me, is time spent at work. So what this looks like is really I'm tracking kind of two things within this one. One is I'm just overall tracking how much time I'm spending working. So like behind my computer, recording stories, tweaking things like whatever it is I'm doing that week. And the other thing that I'm doing is I'm tracking my deep work time. So 
If you go back to the podcast episode where I talk about how I work four days a week, I can't remember the episode number, but I will link it in the show notes. I talk about deep work and I'm so passionate about deep work ever since I've read the book Deep Work that has absolutely transformed and changed my life. And so I am always, always looking at how much deep work am I getting in? And deep work is uninterrupted time working on deep tasks, not like little things, not like shallow tasks, ticking off checklists, but things that really make your brain think and make make you like the needle moving task, the things that are like moving the needle in your business. Really, they're, they're like lag measures. Deep work is the stuff that the product of it, the result is not going to show up tomorrow. You're not going to see it immediately, but it's a lag measure, which means that like in two months time, it's going to add up and you're going to see it and you're going to go, wow. If you want to know more about that and you want me to talk deeper on that, definitely check that podcast episode out because like I go deep in it, I break it down. I like show you exactly what my setup looks like throughout the day and how many deep work sessions I do and aim for and all the things. And it's just something that I'm so like, it's revolutionized how I work. So that's what I'm tracking. And I'm tracking that because it's important to me to be spending the time at work that I want to be spending, right? And like generally that's about four hours a day. And that's really what it averages. Lately, I've been in my first trimester, you guys, and it was averaging like an hour a day. I was doing the bare minimum. Like I had a really tough first trimester. And so I was sleeping most of the day. I was just showing up for my clients and that's about it. Like everything else went to the wayside. And what was incredible was that my income did not drop. Like there was a slight, slight drop off because one of the launches we planned just had to be moved a little bit, but it was like nothing. It was, it was way more than I could have ever dreamt of making a year ago in a month working an hour a day. And this went on for a good eight weeks where I was really like barely, barely working. And I shared my baby news with my team quite early because I just knew, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to cope and manage and that I wasn't going to be able to be on full speed. And like, I had to also get okay okay with that myself. And like, that's probably a podcast, an entire podcast in itself on like how to manage that. But I was working an hour a day, some days, not at all. Like some days I could not make myself work at all. And I was still able to be productive because in that hour that I could muster up the energy, I really did deep work. Things that moved the needle, I focused on the big things. And it was, it was just a good testament to see how I've set up my business, that it can still run efficiently without me 24 seven needing to be there. There you have it. These are the three things that I track weekly in my business, conversion rates, cash received, and time spent at work. These are the things that are important to me. I'm of course also like on the frequency and like in the know-how of other things in my business every week, but these are the big ones that I'm like really like focused on that I really set aside time for. 
And I hope that it's given you a little bit of an insight into what's maybe something you can start tracking in your business. And I'll tell you that it's never too early to start tracking. Never too early. Even if you're making no money, it's not too early to create a weekly money date where you check in your bank. And even if you see a zero, you can imagine that there is a number that you want to see in there and you can feel grateful for the number, right? Um, and eventually that number will come. And so I recommend that you implement this stuff in your business. It will make you a better business owner, a more empowered business owner, a business owner that makes decisions more easily and trusts in themselves more and also just makes business that bit more fun, right? When we're on top of our things, when we kind of have things to track, it becomes a bit of a game. And I'm like, how many deep work hours can I get in this week? Wonder how high I can get the cash up next week. And it's a really cool, fun thing to do. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are interested and being called to get more info on the mastermind, definitely check out the application or send me a DM on Instagram because spots are going to be super limited. I can't take on a big group. And in fact, I don't want to every time I do the mastermind, my goal is for it to be more intimate, as intimate as possible to get the highest level of support. And so spot is really a first come serve basis. There is some weightless pricing on there now and it will go up. So I definitely recommend checking it out as soon as you can and getting into the vibe and feeling of whether it's something that is being calling to you. So I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for being here and I will chat to you in the next episode. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.